0: Breaking the Cycle of Poverty featuring Jay Height, Executive Director of Shepherd Community Center in Indianapolis. For the past 36 years, Shepherd has served its neighbors on the Near East Side of Indianapolis by providing a range of services and support designed to end generational poverty. My name is Tim Swearens and I'm your host for these conversations that explore why poverty remains such a persistent problem in the United States and how each of us can help our neighbors break the cycle of poverty. Today's episode focuses on what middle class and upper middle class Americans need to understand about the realities of poverty in our country. According to the U.S. Census Bureau, the official poverty rate in 2020 was 11.4%, up about one percentage point from the previous year. In 2020, 37.2 million Americans were officially living in poverty, and about one in seven American children grow up in poverty. Jay, why has poverty remained such a persistent problem in the United States?
1: Well, we limit ourselves when we define it by money or the lack thereof. Some of the richest people I've known have very little. And sometimes I've met those people who have a lot and they're very poor. Poverty is much more complex than just having stuff. And so government has said, you know, if, if we just give you more money, it'll take care of itself. And and we know that that doesn't happen. We've seen the war on poverty and the absolute failure because it has so narrowly defined it. And we believe that it's 10 assets, a variety of different assets uh, that defines poverty and that we want to address those and build those in each of our families so that uh, they can grow their own capacity to reduce dependency.
0: Can you describe what everyday life is like for our neighbors who are experiencing poverty? What are some of the common challenges?
1: So they have to make choices. Um, Do I buy the 10-cent ramen noodles or the 12-cent ramen noodles? Because if I buy the 10-cent, I can get an extra pack. It's, It's that challenge of saying, I can't pay all the bills, so which ones do I pay? Because this one won't cut me off until then. With inflation, it has only made it m- much more diff- uh, difficult for our neighbors. Um, when they're having to pay 50 to 60 percent of their income on housing, I had this conversation with a neighbor, and they were complaining, and, and they have some legitimate complaints with their landlord. But I said, "Don't, don't move because you, there's no option for you. We, we don't know where you would go, and, uh, and so." Sometimes it's having to be quiet when you shouldn't have to be quiet because there are no other options. And then I think people who look at it and say, "Well, why don't they just pull themselves up by their bootstraps?" I did, and and I would say every situation is different, but you got to have a pair of boots to be able to pull them up.
0: So we're living in some interesting economic times. Uh, you know, our listeners may know that many employers are struggling to find workers. Uh, these days, and, and there's not necessarily a shortage of jobs, but why isn't that fact translated into more people breaking out of poverty and sustaining the path to self sufficiency?
1: A job that you're not qualified for doesn't matter. Uh, many times, our neighbors don't have the ability to get there, transportation. You know, Tim, you and I live in a city that doesn't really have mass transit and I know there's plans and they're trying to change that, but it's hard sometimes to get to those jobs. Uh, my wife and I were at a hardware store last night and the lady waiting on us said, you know, I'm, I'm so exhausted, I've, I work two jobs. So I worked a full-time job and I'm here tonight. And so you could see the toll that that's gonna take on that individual. Uh, sometimes it's you have to cobble things together Maybe you don't have health insurance, or you could take this job, but if I take it, the welfare clip becomes a reality where I make enough to lose my benefits, but I don't make enough to make up for the benefits lost. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. So Shepard emphasizes the importance of relationships as the team works to reduce poverty. Why are strong relationships uh, an essential means of fighting poverty?
1: Because you need to know someone cares. Uh, I think of one young man that as he was growing up here in our programs and grew up in poverty, uh, he said, you know, I gave up on myself. But so many other people believed in me, I couldn't let them down. And so sometimes that helps bring folks along. I think also you need those people in your life who are uh, encouraging and cheering you on. Yeah.
0: You mentioned earlier that the 10 assets that Shepard has identified. Uh, talk more about those assets. Why are they so important?
1: Well, there's a whole litany of one, and one starts with faith. And it's, it's the knowledge of systems. And I think we probably ought to do one whole show where we go through all of them. Yes. But what we would say, the, the picture I want folks to have is the old Indiana Jones swinging bridge, right? Those 10 assets are 10 different planks. But if there are planks missing on the swinging bridge, you can't get across, right? Right. Maybe if only a couple are, but if there are several, it makes it impossible to navigate your way across or you're going to fall through. And we would believe that that's the same for the 10 assets and that we want to help build them because that enables them to move from poverty to a life of upward stability. How can
0: our listeners to today's episode uh, begin to help neighbors break that cycle of poverty
1: well Tim it's it's a thing that I say often and it's uh, a biblical concept that still applies to today love your neighbor Um, because if I live in relationship it it helps we're all Legos created for connection different shapes different sizes different colors but we're built to connect a Lego by itself doesn't do much right Uh, but when we bring that together wonderful things can be built
0: Lego by itself is painful when you step on it, but but together you can create some pretty cool things. That's right. Well, Jay, thank you, and and thank you for those of you listening today. The the Shepherd team works hard each day to meet neighbors' physical, spiritual, emotional, and mental health needs, and they couldn't begin to do that without your support. To learn more about how you can assist those efforts, please visit shepherdcommunity.org. Thank you again for listening.
1: Thank you.